supposed to be different. Uh, I, I'm struggling nowadays. I don't think we look too different. I think most Christians, I think we look kind of just like the world. We, we respond like the world. We get mad like the world. We get bent out of shape about the same things the world does. And, you know, and, 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 and I'm not going to lie, it depresses me because I realize, and I go, Lord, I don't even want to feel. See, it was better when I didn't care about nothing. When you don't care about something, you know, it's so, it's so much easier. But when you start caring, it, 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 this, these things bother me. So it's like, man, I'm just so disappointed. And, and, and I'm not judging it. I'm just disappointed. I'm disappointed because Christianity has become something that people think is hypocritical, uh, um, something that people think, you know, I don't want no part of that. All oh, those church people, they're, they're fakes, they're, you know, that. And, and, and you know what? And I would love to argue, but sometimes I go, man, you, you're probably right. Because we, we say the same things that everyone else says. We get involved with the same stuff everybody else gets involved with. We get bent out of shape about the same thing. You know, I, I think I look at the political climate now. Oh, man, I mean, oh, everybody's just, ooh. <laughs> Mass chaos. You know, I got more calls in Texas about the political system than I, had, than I, than I do about God. And I'm talking about from Christians. I got pastors, I, I was on the phone with three of them uh, uh, yesterday, was, was texting me and back and forth, and, and one called me, and I'm like, man, what is wrong with you guys? Is this, this really all that matters? Amen. I don't know about you, I live in another kingdom. Amen. And Amen. I, the Bible says that we are pastors through. We're, 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 just, we're just pilgrim, we're, see, we're, we're just coming through this life, going to the life that is promised to us. We're just, we're just, hey, don't mind us, don't mind us. You know, we're, we're just coming through this life, waiting to get to God. God is, God, listen, when we see God face to face, and when the new heaven and the new earth is created, we won't even need sunlight because God will be that bright. I mean, I, I, you know what, I, I'm just waiting to get to the place where I can see God face to face and just wonder if he's going to send a lightning bolt up my butt or not. I just, I just, I just, I just, I mean, see, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm passing through this life. I'm not, it's around me, and it's, a, I got to deal with it, and I got to live in it, but man, it just don't affect me. But I saw the Christians pull their hair out, and I saw the Christians, oh, my God, I had someone text me, oh, no, now the economy is just going to be shot. And I go, since when are you worried about the economy? Do you know that Christians live through, through famines? I mean, do you, do you know that, that, that through, through COVID and all this stuff, you didn't get put out? And you hear about the numbers of people being put out and the numbers of people being losing their job. And my heart goes out to them, my prayers. I know people who lost their job. But it's like, man, uh, you still fat. You're still eating everything. You, you, you're still at home watching Netflix and direct TV. And, you, and you're talking about the economy. It's like, man, we get so caught up in the world things. And I go, man, I thought we were just passing through. I thought, oh, no, they're going to take all the guns. I'm like, well, good. Just make sure you get them all. Don't leave any. Get them all. Don't leave the psychos with guns. And everybody's so scared. And, and, I, and here's the problem. I'm not talking about the world. So then I thought, you know, here's, here's the difference. This is going to be weird ride with me. I don't even know where I got this from. There's a difference between botanical growth and mechanical growth. All right. 
botanical growth is, is talking about plants. And, you know, it's talking about like you planting tomatoes, it's botanical. Like flowers growing, it's botanical growth. And then you got mechanical growth, which is on the outward side. You know, you can see mechanical growth. You can't see botanical growth. You ever seen a kid that you haven't seen in a while? You go, man, I think you've grown. You look a little taller, you know, and, and the parent sees it only because they had to buy new clothes. But they don't really see it as much as you see it because you haven't seen the child in a while. You know why? Because growth is very slow. It's very methodical. It's, 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 it doesn't shoot up fast. You ever, you ever know how you plant something? And then it, I got this plant at home that got a big shoot that shot out of it. And then every once in a while I would watch it. It would just kept growing, kept growing. I wasn't standing there just watching it grow. I would pass out trying to do that, right? But I'm watching the thing grow, and then all of a sudden, it just opened up one night. And I came back down. I'm like, man, that leaf opened up. I didn't see it. It's botanical. And it's inevitable. Let me tell you what I mean. Go to something. What did I say go to? Galatians? Galatians 5. Let's do that one. All right, now we're going to run through these real quick because this ain't my message. This is just setting it up. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness. Everybody see that? Mm -hmm. Forbearance is actually long-suffering or patience. Kindness, faithfulness, 23, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ, those who belong to Christ, have crucified their flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, we also walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying each other. Provoking and envying. Now, all these fruits, remember, it's not fruits. It's just one fruit of the spirit of you being in you. How do we know that the spirit is in you? Well, all this is botanical. It's, it's inward, inward. We can't see it. And here it is. Botanical growth can only be measured and tested. All right. We can measure growth like that, and we can test growth like that. Here's the thing what you should do. Take a look at that list, and then look at yourself, but then ask a friend of yours. Ask somebody who, I'm not talking about your friend who just agrees with everything you, you say. And, and I'm have, I'm, I dare say that's not even really a real friend. A friend that'll see you jumping off a cliff and go, yeah, you should jump. That's not a real friend. A friend that sees you jumping off a cliff that goes, what are you doing? That's a real friend. Go find yourself a real friend or ask me. <laughs> Call me up. Yeah, take the test. And then ask them what? Well, let's go over the list, shall we? Uh... Am I loving? Do I have joy? Do I keep peace? Am I, am I patient? Do I give kindness, goodness? And I'm, I'm going to tell you one thing. A lot of you, I, 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 here's, a lot of you I can tell by your Facebook. And I don't even have Facebook. That's how bad it is. I hear about it from people who got Facebook. And yeah, so you can tell just... It's like, man, that, are you loving? Are you peaceful? Are you kind? Are you, do you have self-control? 
Ask a friend. See, because you might not, you might measure it uh, uh, based on how you think things should go, and you might not measure it truthfully. Amen. Ask me. I dare you. Now, here's the thing. You, I'll ask you. Because, man, what I realize is that when the spirit comes upon you, it is inevitable that you will change. I was thinking the other day, man, I have changed so much. It doesn't mean that you change your, your characteristics. It doesn't mean that you change, you know, your personality. It, it does mean it fine tunes, but I'm saying my responses are so different now. There are things happen to me, and I go, man, if that would have happened about eight years ago, oh, man, I don't know how I would have handled that. See, so know what that means? Man, I must have grown, but I didn't see it because you can't feel it. It's botanical. It's inward. It's, it, 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 you look up and you go, man, you're, man, you've gotten so big. And how do you measure it? Well, you measure it with the fruit of the spirit. What are the fruit of the spirit? Do I have? And I like what it says. It doesn't say traits or characteristics of the spirit. It says the fruit of. You know why? Because it's botanical and it grows. You, when you come to Jesus, your fruit is just in the ground. You're still pretty much you. I love how people think, well, they got baptized. I'm, I'm better now. No, you're not. Amen. You just need to dry off. You're not better. <laughs> people really think if I get baptized, now I'm good. No, you're not. You're only good by the transformation of your heart and your mind. And so, so my thing is you go down wet and still full of garbage. You come up wet and still full of garbage. You just have now told the world that I'm going to fix all this. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. And then you start this journey of growth, and it's very slow, but it's very constant, and it's inevitable. Then you look up, and you go, man, I'm just handling things so much differently. I would have cussed you out. I did in my head, but I didn't say it. Some of you curse too much. I know you do. Some of you, in a heartbeat, you sound just like the world. I got a friend of mine who, who's, who's actually a great leader. And, man, I'm like, dude, you curse all the time. He's like, I know anything about a bee. <laughs> See, you curse too much. And I know your heart is good. And, and trust me, a lot of times, that adjective fits. <laughs> I got no better word than that one. But you curse too much. Not that cursing will send you to hell, but you know what it'll do? It'll make you sound like the world. And then everybody around you listening to you sound like them, and they, they get muddled, and what's the difference between you and me? Because you sound like me. You curse as much as I do. And then we go, I wonder why I'm trying to tell people about Jesus and they're not coming to the Lord. Well, you might not be doing the best example of one who walks with Jesus. Amen. Or... They think, well, you're kind of just like me. Stop cursing so much. Out there on the street, curse all you want at home. <laughs> <laughs> See, I tell you, I need a new job. I really do. I... Curse all you want at home. You hit your finger. Oh, you. <laughs> but then I will say, you know, who you are in private, you're the same person in public. So I'm saying, man, maybe we just need to knock it off. Not because it will send you to hell. 
but because of the example. Amen. I don't know, that was just a word for somebody. Huh? <laughs> Stop all that cussing. You guys cuss too much. The people be like, what church you go to? Hallelujah. <laughs> First Corinthians 13, really quick. Until you get this one, 1 Corinthians 13, 1. Come on. If I speak in the tongues of men or angels, uh -huh, you guys know this but one. do Go. not have love, I am only of a sounding gong If or I a speak with symbol. tongues of men and angels, I, the, the words just flow out of my mouth. I can, I can speak as eloquently as I can, but if I have no love, it's like me crashing one of these symbols. Come on. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, yep. and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but and do I don't not have, have love, love, I, I, don't, have I don't have anything. So my thing is, person can stand up here and they can preach the wallpaper off the wall. They can they can preach people into to euphorium and, and send them into heavenly bliss. And I can understand the Bible as much as I as more than anybody else. And oh, my faith is so evident. You can see my faith working. But if I don't have any love, I'm full of crap. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, it's just making noise. I am. It says, but I don't have love. I'm nothing. I'm absolutely nothing. And I go, man, why are people so angry? Why do people hate so much Christians? Why, why do people go, man? You know what? My governor's an idiot, and I'm not surprised. People tried to kidnap her and kill her. Because, oh, what she stands for, and oh, she shut down. The, I, I don't care how you feel about her policies. Some of her policies, I'm like, okay, Governor, I might key your car a little bit, too. <laughs> but, man, why do people get so, just hatred, poor, man, uh, uh, it, it, somebody admits something that they believe in, and all the Christians jump on them and crucify them, beat them to the ground, stone them. What, so much hatred. People right now are hating the Oh, no. We, uh, the, the people hated Trump. Hating. People hate Biden. Hate him. And I'm sitting there going, man, this is really deep. I can understand you talking about policies, but why do we? And then what happens, you don't stop there. Everybody with signs and flags, you start to hate them too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Christians. I saw a person standing out there yelling and screaming with a sign, Christians for Trump. You're not acting like one. You're yelling and screaming at everybody. <laughs> now, this is coming from someone that only my uncle can give you the, the, the okay on. He's the only one who knows how mean I really was. He's the only one that knows the kind of darkness that was in my heart. He was there. He watched me grow up. He's the only one of you. See, you guys don't know me from then. Thank God, you probably wouldn't be here. But, but it's like, man, my uncle does, and he can stand up and testify that, yeah, he still got issues, but, but he's not what he was. Because when Jesus comes into your life, mm -hmm. You change. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. When the spirit comes upon you, though, you begin to take on this, these attributes. I don't want to call them that because the Bible didn't call them. You begin, to be, you begin to start this journey of botanical growth at like a plant will grow in your home or like a vegetable will grow in your garden. You begin to grow, you, but it's slow and it's inevitable. Mm -hmm. It's methodical. But it is definite. 
if the Spirit of God has come upon you. All right. The Bible says hate, you can't love those who hate you. Know why I struggle with this so much? Because I don't like it. I'm like, Lord, you got to knock off this. I don't like talking about this because you know what? There's people out here who don't deserve for me to love them. There's people out here that they they don't have no rights for me to love them at all. And they will all be justified from the world's standards. And God goes, no, see, that's what I'm talking about. What kingdom are you a member of? The kingdom of the United States or the world or the kingdom of God? So in the kingdom of God, if you have no love, hallelujah, they can't and everything you do is. But what if I try hard to keep myself out of trouble? No, no but you have no love. See, all that's mechanical growth. See, the gift of prophecy, the being able to preach, being able to move mountains with your faith, that's mechanical. We can see that. But mechanical growth can be fake. See, because people are gifted. Yep. Some of the some pastors are the worst Christians you'll ever meet. That's true. How do I, I've been in rooms with them, trust me. And I'm like, man, this dude right here. And before I run my mouth, I leave out. I can't take this dude. But man, this church got thousands of members, and, and I'm just thinking, holy smokes and gee whiz. <laughs> Mechanical growth can be mistaken for the growth that God wants you to have, which is botanical, which is on the inside, it can be mistaken as growth because people are being blessed by you. Yeah, but you're not being blessed. You're so quiet. Holy (laughs) smoke. (laughs) So if I have this, I have nothing. See, let me move on. I got time. Every time I look at my clock, I can feel the heat. First Peter chapter 2, 9. I think that's it. Is that it? Okay. Auntie, you got this one? But you are a chosen people. But who? You are a chosen people. Royal priesthood. You see that? Come on. A holy nation. A holy nation. God's wow. special possession. We're God's special possessions, and we are a holy nation. We just happen to live in America. But we are really God's possession, God's chosen people. We are royal. We have the royal priesthood. We are God's special possessions. That's deep. Come on, Auntie. So that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. So what what are we this? We're chosen people, royal priesthood, holy nation, God's special possessions. Why? So that you may declare. Declare something. I'm not always talking about running your mouth. I'm talking about the way we live. Or the way we try to live. I see people all the time who, 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 who confess Christianity, but I don't see the fruit. No, I, because man, you just get, you just so mean. I go out of my way now to deal with service people very nicely. Because man, I know they got it. Through the whole COVID thing shut down, who you going to take it out on? Well, these little people making $11 an hour. And man, I go out of my way to be nice to them. And they really appreciate it. One lady gave me donuts. I'm like, I don't want no donuts. I'm already fighting. <laughs> <laughs> then she, Courtney, we in it. It's Courtney's fault anyway, because she always wants donuts, because she eats bad. And so here, it's like, oh, let's get donuts. I 
don't want no donuts. The lady hears us arguing on the speaker. She's like, oh, I gave you some donuts. I didn't ask for no donuts. <laughs> oh, you guys are just so blessed. I would give you some donuts. You know I'm going to eat them. <laughs> Can't let them go to waste. They're starving people in Kenya. I don't <laughs> tried to use that on me. And she goes, you need to eat this. There's kids hungry in Africa. And I went, well, mail it to Africa then. <laughs> and she slapped the crap out of me, man. <laughs> I never said that again. Okay. <laughs> so we are called to do what? We're called to proclaim, to, to declare the praises of him who called us out of darkness into the light. Amen. See, this is who we are. See, we're we are chosen people. We just happen to live in a country that split right in half and that hates each other. There were dancing in the street last night, and I know some people were hating it, some people were loving it. We're so split down the middle. We're right down the middle. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Christians, too. True. So why are we his chosen royalhood, priesthood, people, a holy nation, God's special possession. That's who we are. So that's different. What we're saying is you're different. Amen. See, because you're chosen people, royal priesthood, holy, you're different. Supposedly. Hmm. Go to something else. Come on, what's next? I don't know. Second Peter. Second Peter chapter 1, auntie, let's go. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, yeah. to those who through the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ yeah. have received a faith as precious as ours. He said, listen, this is Peter writing a letter. He's saying, listen, to those who through the righteousness of our God, Lord and Savior, have received the same faith as we have. You've gotten the same stuff that we have. Come on. Grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. Grace and peace be given to you. Come on. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life. It says his power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him. Through our knowledge of him. Yes. Through our knowledge of him Amen. who called us by his own glory and goodness. Here it is. His divine power has given us everything we need a godly life. Yes. Through our knowledge. People die because they have a lack of knowledge. Yes. People are not functional out there because they don't know anything. The Bible is purposely jumbled all up to make you seek for God. Mm -hmm. The disciples went, why do you keep telling them stories? Jesus said, because I don't want them to get it. Because their hearts aren't with me. They just like to show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Only those who asked me what that, what that meant. See, that's why the Bible's so jacked up. And people go, man, I try to read the Bible. I don't get it. You won't unless the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, unless someone begins to give you knowledge. That's why we never come out of the Bible. Right. No, why I'm trying to give you knowledge, because this thing is crazy. So I try to take this craziness, put it in my system, and spit it out in a way you can understand it. That's what the Bible, that's what we're supposed to do. And then through your knowledge of God, not just coming to God. See, a lot of people have come to God, but they have no knowledge, so therefore they're not different. Mm -hmm. Or, I hate to say it, they go to churches that are dead. 
and the, I'm going to be honest, a lot of churches that are dead are packed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of churches that are in your face, that are trying to help you, that holds you to something, that you have to have accountability, it's only a few of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of churches that sing really well, pray the best music you got with smoke and all that, they're packed. But the people, who, but the churches that are just singing to the glory of God, and I know what, none of us are going to do a record deal or any of that. The Spirit of the Lord is dwelling. See, we got this thing so wrong. And so how do we know this has been so wrong? Well, look at the climate of the world right now, right. especially America. Why is it so much hatred when like 70-something percent of people claim they go to church somewhere? Amen. So why do we act like Everybody else. Yes. We're mad. Everybody got signs. We're mad. Everybody got signs. Everybody got flags. Mm-hmm. Fighting in the street, yelling, screaming. Neighbors don't talk to each other no more. I, I love to see the sign with the one president candidate and the other right next door. I'm like, oh, I bet cutting the grass is awful fun with them two. <laughs> right next door to each other. Oh, that's good. I love to see them conversations. Bet there's no more coffee for you to <laughs> don't let your mail go to their house. <laughs> just hateful. Just like the world. We are just like the world. But he has given us everything we need to live a godly life through the knowledge of him. Come on. Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. So it says he's given us these precious promises so that through them we we may participate in the divine nature. Our nature actually changes. I remember one day I was, I, I, I can't work in the yard no more because my hay fever, I mean, my sinus is bad. And I was in the yard the other day, and man, I paid for it. I'm like, Lord, I can't even go in the yard no more. So, but, I, but I was out there by myself for a minute, and then I was looking at the tr- this tree, and I was amazed how the tree had grew. And I'm sitting there going, wow, look at this tree, this bush. And I'm thinking, what the heck are you doing? You don't care nothing about no bush. <laughs> when you start caring about nature I ain't no tree hugger I cut it down and I'm thinking that's, that's, that didn't even sound like me see God actually changes your nature so much so that you begin to appreciate everything he's done Yes. because yes. what I was thinking was man only God can do something like that Yes. and I'm thinking this is so weird Football's on, and I'm out looking at a bush. <laughs> I'm telling you, God is really, this, it doesn't mean you become sinless and you become this angel. It doesn't mean that. But it does mean that, man, your heart and your thoughts and everything begin to shift. Yeah. And, it, and, and you begin to think things you never thought. You begin to show love in places you would never show love. You begin to forgive in things you never thought you'd forgive. You begin to not get involved with stuff you normally would get involved with. You just, but see, it's so slow because it's botanical. It's so slow and it's so, uh, 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 it's, it's so integral and it's, it's like a, that thing's fake. But it's like a plant that's growing 
and it's, and it's growing very slowly, very, but then it looks up. And it's, that's why the Bible says you can have faith the size of a mustard seed. Amen. And then you plant that seed, and then it'll grow so much that birds can live in it. Amen. See, it's, you, you become, are you different? I'm not talking about your style and clothes changes, your hair. And all. I'm talking about and on the inside, and that's mechanical. On the inside, are you different? Do you, are you out there with the psychos out here doing psycho things? Or are you passing through? Because you're God's chosen people, the elect of God. And he's given us everything to be able to deal with this and turn it, get ourselves into this new nature, a divine nature, leaving the nature of this world behind. It's a slow process. You won't do it overnight, but it is inevitable. Mm -hmm. Go on, Auntie. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge. Now it says, this is, I, I, used, I equate this like baking a cake. You bake this cake of Christianity. And it says, go back, go back. Stop jumping. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your life Faith, goodness. Come on, Auntie. And to goodness. And to goodness, you got to add something to that. What? Knowledge. You got to have knowledge. Next verse. And to knowledge. You got to keep adding. Self control. You got to add self control. Yes. And then you got to keep adding. Perseverance. And you got to keep adding. Yes. Godliness. It says you add this. Yes. You can't make no cake from scratch without no eggs. You gotta add this, then add that, then add this to produce. God's saying, listen, you have to add this, add knowledge, add self-control, add perseverance, add godliness. You gotta add these things to your life. Yes. Know why? Because they're not there. Because you were born in sin. Mm -hmm. You were shaped by the iniquity and the way you were raised. Yes. You were shaped by being American. You were shaped by being black in America. You're shaped by being white in America. You're shaped by being Mexican in America. Mm -hmm. You're shaped by being Chaldean in America. You're shaped by who? You're shaped by your culture. You're shaped by where you. Some of you were city. Some of you were country. You're shaped by that. Yeah. You're shaped by economic situations. Some of you guys grew up poor. Some of you guys had a little bit more. You're shaped by that. Amen. We are shaped by everything, and and we don't realize how much it affects our thinking. And we so much sound like everybody else who sounds and grew up and raised and thinks like we do. Some of you were raised by racist parents. You think that didn't shape you? That's why he says, you got to have a new nature. You got to, oh, I, oh, it makes sense. That's why he says you got to be born again. Mm-hmm, yes. Auntie, come on, I gotta get done. And to godliness, mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love. And to godliness, mutual affection, mutual affection, you gotta add some love. You gotta keep adding all this stuff that you got to, you produce this what? Christian. Yeah. You gotta, in the top, what's the icing of the cake? Love. Yes. Affection. Love. It doesn't mean you're stupid out here, people take advantage of you. It don't mean that. Don't right. let nobody take advantage of you. Right. Somebody, you are not taking advantage of me. I'm going to love you, but I slap the crap by you. I really will. 
You're not going to take advantage of me. People think that if you love, then, oh, I'm just vulnerable. And now you got, oh, this person treats me like crap, but I got to love them. Yeah, you do, but gentlemen, you got to deal with them. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, man. man, this person right here, oh, this person's driving me nuts, but you know, I got to love them. No, it don't mean you have tea. It don't mean you hang out. Right. You got to understand what I'm talking about, because some people will go out and go, well, I got I to love this man who treats me like crap. No, you don't. You have to love him as a human being, but you ain't got to be around him. You, got, you might have to forgive him, but that don't mean you go back to him. Right. So you got to clear that stuff up because people just, well, I guess they got to go and, well, this lady gets on my nerves and she runs her mouth all the time. Then you know what? Well, why are you around her? Well, because I got to love her. I didn't say you had to be around her. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah. I drifted. Uh, auntie, come on. For if you possess these qualities in increasing now, measure. Says, wait a minute. For if you possess these qualities. Come on. They will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus it Christ. It will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive. And people go, man, I just can't seem to get people to come to Jesus. I, I try to tell them. I talk to my sister. I, I'm always talking to my coworker, and, and I mean, we all, my, my friend of mine, we're always asking questions and all that, but I just can't. Well, we have to ask ourselves, because remember I told you to ask your friends about your qualities now. Amen. You got to ask yourself, are these things working? Are, are, they, are, they, are they seen? I know they're botanical, but have they grew up enough where people can see it? Maybe it's not what I'm saying. Maybe it's how I'm living. Because see, if they, if they go, oh man, oh God, now the economy's going to crash. Them stinking Democrats are going to get, and then you're going, yep, them stinking Democrats. I don't care about no Democrats. I live in a different kingdom. I, right. I, I, I'm in a kingdom of heaven that just happened to be smashed into the kingdom of America. I'm not concerned about no economy because the Lord gives us power to get wealth anyway. Right, right, right. And in the midst of famines, he will sustain thee. Yes, yes. Thee. <laughs> so why are you? So when your neighbors are going nuts and they're... And your co-workers are arguing it, and you, and you just, yes, I just, I can't believe it. I'm like, man, you wonder why. We don't, they don't see no difference. And then God forbid somebody you're talking to who don't believe like you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What happened to love and patience? And, you know, oh, they just don't believe like you. Who said they have to? Right. And then we go, man, see, a lot of us are unproductive. We're ineffective. Not because we don't have the words or, you know, not because we don't have the background, but, well, maybe because, maybe, maybe, those, maybe those botanical things that, that grow in us, that create these, these uh, uh, responses and everything, they're not totally functioning right. And then people see you as one of them. Mm-hmm. Auntie, I got 10 minutes. Come on. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past now sins. Now, says whoever don't have an auntie, they're what? They're nearsighted and, and they're blind. blind. Yes. They have come to Jesus, and they are Christians, but they forgot that they have been cleansed from their past. Amen. 
So you're looking at everybody else in the middle of their madness, and then you're going, yeah, but man, I forgot that I was nuts too. Mm-hmm. I, you're looking at everybody else in their wrongness, but you're forgetting that, man, I remember I was so wrong. Oh, my God. I just Some of you are embarrassed about things you've done in the past. Mm-hmm. Amen. Embe- totally embarrassed. And it's like, man, we forget, but yet still someone else, we go, oh, you shouldn't believe like that. You're supposed to be a Christian. I can't believe you stand for something like that. And I'm like, wow, it's, we're, we're just like the world. We get just as mad and we fight, we point fingers and we repost. And, and I'm thinking, man, I'm, I'm just wondering, Lord, these traits, are they really functioning? I've led a lot of people to the Lord. I'm not bragging. I'm giving the glory to God. I'm just saying that I have. I have a resume of people that know God because I know God. Not because Kenan is perfect, because God knows Kenan has issues. He really has issues. But I realized something. My love for them is very urgent. So if I love someone, they got to know Jesus. That's one. And then two, I realized that God's given me influence. So now we're using my influence for good. I'm like, I'm like Luke Skywalker. I can either go to the dark side or. <laughs> I can go either way, you know, and be effective. I, I really could. But I, I choose to lose it for the Lord. And then, but here's the thing, though. I'm always conscious that I have to be different. I have to be different. I have to be different. I got to be different because I'm, I'm the royal priesthood. I'm, I'm not better. I'm not better. It said don't get conceited. I'm not better. I'm just different. Mm-hmm. And I'm not ju- judging you by it. I'm, you haven't reached the difference yet. And I remember I wasn't different. See, see how it works? Mm-hmm. I'm preaching way better than you know. Way better than you know. Come on, Auntie. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. If you do these things, you will never stumble. Make every effort now to confirm your calling and your election that God has costed, that called you and elected you to be one of his. Come on. And you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You will Christ. receive a rich welcome if you bake that cake. Yes. And you add the right ingredients. Keep adding, keep adding, keep adding. You will, you will receive the welcome into the eternal kingdom. So what if I don't add it? You won't receive the welcome into. Right. But no, I've confessed Christ. You won't receive the welcome. You won't. Many will say they confessed Christ, and many will say they did these things in my name. That's but right. I never knew you because you didn't smell like me because there was no love in it. Right. Broad is the way to destruction. Narrow is the road. And people think it's based on, well, you do this, or you did that. You don't do this, or you vote this way. No, no, it's based on that botanical growth inside of you that can only be measured and tested. You mad at me? Okay, because I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> They're mad at me. I'm trying to help them. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 4, my last one. I got time. I got six minutes. Oh, you stop now. It's a nice day. We want to go out and enjoy it. <laughs> I don't know how many more we got left. God's doing this for me because it gets bad. I'm, I'm thinking about moving. I am not lying. Ephesians 4, <laughs> verse 17. 
are to give it to me. So I tell you this and insist on it in the Lord. Now that's very strong. Listen, I'm telling you this and I insist on this in the Lord now that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do. In the what? Utility. The uselessness of their thinking. Yes. He's insisting this now that you can't, don't, you gotta stop. You gotta stop living like the world. You gotta stop letting the worldly things upset you like it does everybody else. You gotta have your trust in God be your rest. Yes. In the midst of all this chaos. Mm-hmm. I insist. I tell you this, and I'm insisting. You gotta stop living and thinking like the people who don't know God, man. Mm-hmm. You gotta pull yourself together. You, you, you gotta say, wait a minute, why am I so crazy? Because everybody around me is crazy. All my relatives are crazy. My neighbors are crazy. But why, why are you so crazy? Why, why, why aren't we just so different? Not weird, but just different. I, I don't know. Come on. They are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the because ignorance. Because of their ignorance. Now, actually, let me get this right. They're in the dark because they don't have understanding. Mm-hmm. And they're separated from the life of God because they're ignorant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Yes. Everybody went nuts. The one thing the 2020 showed me is that the world is crazy. And it also showed me that we are not as far along as I thought we were. Mm-hmm. It also showed me that, man, people cannot have opinions that differ and still get along. Right. It also showed me that the Antichrist is really soon to come. It also showed me that, man, people are formed by the way they were brought up, by where they live, by what color they are, by what generation they were born into, by whether they have money or not. But, and you know what? And I'm like, that's okay for the world. I don't expect nothing. Else. But I'm talking about the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I go, wait a minute. What about all this transformation and becoming new and born again and all. And I'm saying, Lord, where is all of that madness? Where, I mean, that, shouldn't that be functioning no matter what goes on? Yeah, it usually does, but I'm going to tell you one thing, it cannot infiltrate politics. The Spirit of the Lord can change your life as far as fixing your marriage. The Spirit of the Lord can change your life as far as you dealing with your children, your forgiving your father, uh, 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 forgiving your mother, uh, 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 be, be getting your own self together, but when it comes to politics, Spirit of the Lord is like runs into a wall. And everybody goes, nope, I want God in everything but this, but they, or they'll put God in the box of what they think it should be. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, well, hold on, now hold on. We're children of something else. We just happen to be American, and you just happen to vote Republican or Democratic, whatever, I don't care. 
Here's the key, though. Can I still love you? Why are we mad at each other? Why are we trying to make other people feel bad because of the way they think? I'm glad we have laws in this country because I'm going to tell you what Christians would do. If the laws in this country sway totally towards Christianity, we persecute everybody who weren't Christian. We'd be just like the Muslim states, the, mu- the Muslim countries that persecute Christians, mm-hmm. that we think that's horrible. We do the same thing. We go, anybody who don't believe like us is wrong. And they may be wrong. Or how about this? They're just not informed. But here's the thing, though. Jesus didn't die. Remember when they always asked Jesus, what are you doing talking to the Samaritan? Well, I came for everybody. What are you doing in the room with those sinners? Well, I came for those that were sick. The Pharisees were the ones standing outside going, why are you with those people? The disciples were the ones, no, you don't talk to women. And Jesus is like, come on, guys, I came here for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Crusades happened when they were fighting over Jerusalem. And King Henry and they took the, the British uh, government came and, and then uh, Saladin was the leader of the Muslim faith. They were fighting over Jerusalem. They weren't talking about it. They were trying to kill about it to see, to, to see who, whose faith was the greatest. And neither one of them budging because I believe my faith is right. Mm-hmm. No compassion, no moderation, no discussion. I'm in a discussion now with a Muslim guy, I know. And we happen to meet with, from another acquaintance, so we email a little bit and and I, I talked to him a couple of weeks ago. We, we just catch up just to see where each other, where, where we are. And, and I know his mind, he's thinking, you know, he, he's, he's cool, I like him, but he's a Christian. And I'm thinking, you're cool, I like you, but you're a Muslim. And it's like, here's the key, though. That's what I told him at the beginning. If we can have these conversations, and we can do it in love, I'll continue to have these conversations. Not trying to convince you mine is right, and you can't convince me yours is right. But just by weighing it. And the elephant in the room will get you. Mm-hmm. And he goes, man, I, I really respect Jesus. You have to. <laughs> but until then, I'm going to still show you love, man. Until then, we're cool. Just because you think differently. Know why? Because that corny little saying, because that's what Jesus would do. Mm-hmm. Am I done with no? Nope. Am I done with this, Auntie? No, come on, hurry up. Have no. you lost all sensitivity? They have given themselves over to sensuality. They lost all sensitivity. They're not, they, they, they don't care nothing about nobody else. Giving up sensuality is dry, the how they feel. They indulge in every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed. Come on. That, however, is not the way of life you learned. But see, that's not the life that you learned, see, because you're different. When you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus, you became different. You're not like them. You're not. 
You have to keep telling yourself, I'm not like the world. I'm, I'm, I'm out from under the world. Jesus says, I've overcome the world. Yes. This no longer drives you anymore. Yes. Supposedly. Supposedly, people get upset because they don't do, oh, he don't have on a mask. People stare at people because, oh, you got, you got on a mask. <laughs> oh, my goodness, where are we? Okay, the world, I get it. But the Christians, I'm lost. And I'm not judging. I, I'm not talking about your sin. I'm not talking about their, their head. I'm talking, I'm talking about where is the botanical growth? Of what? The fruit of the Spirit yes. is the evidence of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit will not save you. You're only saved by grace through faith. But here's the thing. You can't have faith, uh, grace through faith and not have fruit. That's right. You can't have, you can't be saved by grace through faith and be fruitless. Right. Or you're not saved by grace through faith. I'm sorry. Because the evidence of that, the spirit of the Lord, those who confess Christ, the spirit of the Lord comes upon them. The evidence of that is what? The botanical growth on the inside. So you may feed the poor. You may give any offerings. You may not do certain things. You may not wear certain things. You may pronounce certain things. You may stick certain things in your car. But if you don't have the botanical growth of the fruit of the spirit, which is the evidence of the spirit being on you, I have a doubt. I'll back you whatever sin you do. I will be with you. I will not let you go. But one thing I'm saying is when I see inner hatred come bubbling out, I go, man, we got an issue. Most pastors go, no, you sinning, we got an issue. I go, yeah, you sinning, we got to fix it. But my thing is, here's my issue. How do you join this church? There's only one prerequisite we have here. You better figure out how to love. Amen. Or you can't go here. Amen. You can't be a member here. Because you know what? That's how you keep out the gossip and keep out arguments and keep out fighting. Amen. People, you can fall here and we'll pick you up. We won't kick you while you're down. Amen. I'm getting robbed. My clock on zeros. Bump my clock. Where am I at? You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires. See, you got to put off your old self because it's corrupted by your deceitful desire. How did you learn them? Just through life. You picked them up here and there. <laughs> you picked something up from your dad. You picked some of it up from your mom. You picked some of it up from your friends. You picked some of it up from your boyfriends and your girlfriends. You pick some of it up here and there. It's corrupted. It's called iniquity. Mm -hmm. You're being shaped by it. How you think is molded by these things. Hallelujah, somebody. Yes. Come on. To be made new in the attitude of your mind. Now, you'll be made new. Why? Because you go to church? Nope. Because you've been baptized? No. Because you confess Christ? Nope. Because you don't drink as much? No. Because you don't curse as much? No. How do you know? Well, the, the attitude of your mind has changed. Yeah. 
Yeah. See, that's not mechanical. See, we can see all the things that you've done on the outside. That's mechanical growth. <laughs> I see churches all the time that have tons of mechanical growth because they got thousands of people. But I go, man. Somebody said, Pastor Kenny, if you came down here, this church would grow. We got 3,000. We'll, I go, if I came down there, you would lose at least 1,500 of them, I guarantee you. <laughs> Give me a month, I will get it down. <laughs> it is not going to grow, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so if you're thinking getting me down there will cause this growth, I'm saying, get me down there will get me fired. Because <laughs> it is not going to grow. Because I am not going to shut up. Amen. And you know what? And all those people there who are faking it, oh, I'm going to find it out. I'm going to step all over their shoes. I'm going to make them uncomfortable. They're going to hate me. So it is not going to grow. No, it ain't. He's like, no, I, no, it won't. Trust me. I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> I gotta hurry up. Come on, you guys are making me drill. Come on. And to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So you gotta put on a new self, put on a new suit, and that's created, it, it, it creates you to be like God in true righteousness, true holiness, the, the kind we can measure. Yes. We can measure that. <laughs> Come on, Auntie, I'm almost done. Oh, well, that's it? Mm -hmm. So it's like, here it is. This true righteousness, this true holiness, it's true because we have this fake righteousness and this fake holiness, and it's predicated on these things. It's predicated, it's predicated unfortunately, on which way you vote. It's predicated on, on, on how you, what stances you take. It's predicated based on how, how, what church you go to, what denomination you stand behind. It's predicated on all these things, and I'm saying it's all fake. It's all wrong. It should be predicated on simply this. What is growing inside of you? Don't ask you. Ask your friends. And then you take that note and you go, man, am I actually, do I have these traits? And if you don't, you have to add, add this, add that, add this, add that, add, oh, I need that, I need this. It's like going through the, the, the grocery store, give me some of this, give me some of that. I need some goodness. I need some faithfulness. I need some patience. I need, some, I need to shut up. Some people just need to shut up. Shut up and you will gain God. Trust me, just shut up. <laughs> One thing I hate about social media is people really think their thoughts matter. You got 12 followers. <laughs> 12. And you think your thoughts are shaping the world? You got nine people who look on you as a regular and you fix you're so impressive. And the Bible does, at the end of the time, people be lovers of selfies. <laughs> I like how you get angles. See, I look better from the top. <sighs> Come on, I gotta let these people out of here. <laughs> so here's my prayer. simply this, that God gives us the strength to be different. He gives us the courage to be different. He gives us the love in our heart that we will need to be different.
He gives us the, the information we need to help us be different. He gives us the peace knowing that he is God and everything is in his hand, especially our lives, so we can think differently. We don't look to mankind to save us. We render on the Caesar what is Caesar's. We have to do that. But then there's a place, there's a place we only give to God. And then we allow God at any moment to lift our hood up and begin to tinker at our engine. To fix things that aren't right. To help move some stuff, tune some stuff up. Change a spark plug here and there. Knowing this, that our growth is happening on the inside. And it will be measured and tested. And everything we do on the outside that is mechanical and can be seen, well, thank God for it. God will use it, but it doesn't mean it will gain us heaven. That every time we walk around out there, we walk around knowing something, that, man, I represent you. And if somebody does accuse you, that's okay, because they accuse Jesus too. Amen. I've been accused, and I go, well, that's what it is. They accuse Jesus, they're going to accuse me. Well, my thing is it doesn't matter, and then you keep hatred out your heart. Don't matter if they deserve your hatred or not. God, you trying to tell me that I need to love a supremacist? Yes. No. <laughs> I would kick the living crap out of a supremacist. No. Yes. Well, yeah, I did have my issues too. And you know what I realize when I'm done? Everybody's racial. Everybody is. And you know what? It's okay. Because you know what being racial is? It just means I acknowledge that you're different. Amen. It's different between being racial and racist. I embrace the difference. I'm glad everybody's different. Think how boring the world would be if everybody's like you. The beauty of it is, man, we're all these people from different backgrounds, different races, different thinking, different economic situations, different, and then we come together with one father. We're all adopted. All of us are adopted. And we come together with one father, and we go, you know what, because of our father, I love all my brothers and sisters. Though they don't look like me, though they were raised differently than me, though they didn't have the background I have, thank God they're not like me. I'm racial because I noticed this. I, I tell people all the time, you forget I'm black sometimes. I'm so good, you forget I'm black. <laughs> I've had people say some amazingly stupid things to me. And I go, do you do remember I'm black, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> now, I'm not going to slap you for that, but don't say that again. Somebody said someone, I can't even tell you what they said. <laughs> and I went, I'm not going to lie to you, at first I went, yeah, wait a minute, you do know I'm black, right? And then the person literally went, oh yeah, you better watch your mouth. <laughs> I'm glad you said that around me. Now here's the thing, don't you say that again. And I'm going to tell you why. But here's the thing, I know some black people who can't stand white people, cannot stand them. And you know what? I give them the same grief. Amen. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. 
same grief. We got to be different. I'm not talking about what you wear. I'm not talking about what you stick on your car to let everybody know. I'm not talking about, that's, see, that's out, that's mechanical. You got to be different on the inside. Help us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's take communion. Come on.